This is Nerd Podcast Radio, brought to you by our patrons at patreon.com slash nerdpodcastradio. Check out and support us on Patreon for tons of content, including a bonus episode for each episode. If you'd like to reach out to us, the best way to do that is our Nerd Podcast Radio Facebook page, where we share all sorts of nerdy stuff. You can also find us on Instagram, at Nerd Podcast Radio, and on Twitter, at Nerdcast Radio. Don't forget to review us on iTunes or whatever podcast provider you use. Reviews are important as they help our podcast grow. Thanks for listening, everyone. Enjoy the show. Welcome to Nerd Podcast Radio, your nerd home away from home. Bienvenido a la radio de podcast nerd. Esta es Super Vegano Brian. Me acompañan David D. the third. Hola. E. Kersey Smurferica. Hola. That wow, was weird. It was like we all started to record and just blacked out there for a second. Uh, uh apparently I pressed the ESP button. Sorry. Oh. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> welcome to Nerd Podcast Radio. We're um we're all here today. Um, welcome back, Erica. Hi. Sorry, I was gone. It's been a busy summer. I want to do a quick shout out to our patrons who are probably watching this. And if you want to watch oh. our video, you can go to patreoncom radio. You can also join our Discord, where we have all sorts of fantastic discussions. And I have to say, thanks to you know just a fantastic discussion base that's going on on the episodes there's so much stuff especially on the mental health episode last week so thanks everyone for participating and we even got some question feedback on this topic which we'll bring up when we do topic um we're going to be talking about the effect of pop culture on society and this is the fifth part of our nerd culture pop culture series um and um yeah the topic is that but first but first we're gonna play everybody's favorite game what's nerdy with you where we all talk about the nerdiest thing we've done in the last two weeks and we vote using the patented mike myler widget system and as our longest not here you get to go i get to go first (laughs) all right so i have two nerdy things um the first one is and i don't know if i told you guys this or not um, but somebody at my work, I work for a very large company, deleted a file and crashed every landing page we had. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> I laugh. I mean, it's, it's, it's funny, but oh, man, that's terrible. Yeah. So for the last oh, two weeks, they were unable to recover the file. We were unable to find out who did it. And for the last two weeks, I have been going through landing page code line by line to find out what is missing, having my graphic designer recreate what is missing and plugging it back in. And then having to rewrite entire sections of code that somehow got corrupted on top of all of that. That just sounds like tons of disasters on top of disasters, because that's not one thing that happened. That's lots of things that happened that made that unrecoverable. Well, that's cool. That'll mean all those things get fixed and you won't have that problem again, and you'll probably solve other problems because of it. I mean, to quote one of my favorite movie lines, Jeremy Irons in Die Hard with a Vengeance, holy Toledo. Someone had fun. So that is what I've been doing. So it, which is crazy because the only HTML experience I have is two classes I took at Mount San Jacinto College. I just want to point that out to everybody. Two classes I took 20 years ago at Mount San Jacinto College. And I am the most, on my team, the most experienced HTML person to fix. Mm-hmm. Surprised yeah. you didn't use a chat GPT to write it for you. I I no. have I have to say, Erica, I have a feeling that that really says a lot more about Mount San Jacinto College because I've done major fixes in 
web page coding. And all I took was those same two classes at Mount San Jacinto College. So, <laughs> so yay, Mount San Jacinto College, your HTML classes are great. <laughs> they're, so, they're, and I understand not that. A, not, not a paid there. advertisement. Yeah, not a paid yeah. advertisement. But I have to say their computer program gets better all the time. They built a whole new building, I heard. Oh, did they? Yeah. Um, Surprise topic. We're just going to talk about community college stuff for the rest of the episode. I've I've got I've, no. gone, I've gone to three of them. <laughs> what is your my, what? My I, can I? Thing. Oh, Wait, yeah. I, I want to stay on the first thing. I wanted to ask. Going yeah. through all this troubleshooting and stuff, what are some really cool things you learned while resetting this up and doing your HTML? Like, what were some things that you were just like, oh, that's cool, or oh, I remember that, or you know, like what? Feel free to get technical. Uh, um. I had to rewrite an entire section, like where one image lays over another image because I have to lay an image inside of a laptop screen. And I had to relearn how to code that so that it reads one image before the other image. Oh. So, so that they layer on top of each other. Oh, that's like image mapping stuff. That's cool. That's like, yeah, that, that's like stuff that I probably couldn't do without a WYSIWYG. Yeah, I, yeah, it's been a fun experience. And then I have to, because not only do I have to, to recode it for landing pages, like on computers, I have to recode it for mobile as well. So yeah, um, yeah so I get to get on each and every one of this. I'm, yeah, something reminded... like that uses scripts and style sheets to present the right page for each thing. I'm, yep. I'm, I'm reminded of the old adage uh, in tune to uh, 99 bottles of beer on the wall of 99 little bugs in the code. Nine my little bugs, you take one down, you patch it around, 842 bugs in the code. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. I've been experiencing that for sure. Um, but I'm, I'm, it sucks that it happened, but it really did test my skill set. So I'm feeling a lot more comfortable than I was before. I mean, before I was like, oh, I know what this means. Yeah, I know what that means. And now I'm like, not only do I know what it means, now I can fuck around with it a bunch. So uh, that's fun. Um, my second thing was a lot more on the fun side and less on the work side. Um, so the Thursday night I got home and um, from coding all day at work and um, I got on Diablo and randomly some people were like, hey, do you want to join our clan? They just sent me a clan invite. I never actually said a word to these people like over the mic or anything. And I was like, I'm not in a clan. Sure. Why not? I'll join the clan. I immediately accepted their clan invite and then they immediately invited me to party with them. And I was like, all right, sure. Again, this entire time I played with these people, two hours go by, we're doing nightmare dungeons. And then the next thing I know, we're doing the capstone dungeon to get to tier four. I was on tier three and I'm only level 61 and you're supposed to be level 75 and they are only level 65. They're only four levels higher than me. And we destroyed that nightmare dungeon in under 15 minutes. We, we finished the capstone dungeon. Sorry, not nightmare capstone dungeon and got wow. to tier four. And I, get to tier four with them and then there's a world boss event so they're like let's go so they are like sure let's go again not a verbal word to these people they're we're just like following each other around playing we finish the world boss and they're like bye thanks and i'm like bye thanks and then i immediately go back to tier three because i am not strong enough <laughs> to do everything to tier four on my own. But I made it to tier four, so yay! Cool. Nice. I so want to play it. I'm never going to spend that much money on it, but I really want to play it. <laughs> uh, I've got, I'm playing a better game. What are you playing? Baldur's Gate 3, baby! Woo! Oh, yeah, I heard good things about that. Oh, it's so good. I'm going to pick it up when I'm done with Diablo. When I'm bored with oh, Diablo, God. I will pick it up. It's it's literally 5th edition, the video game. I'll play it eventually. Like, oh, no. 100%. It is literally fifth ed, the video game. Oh, I'll play it eventually. I'm excited to play it. I just don't want to spend that much money. And it's a... How much is it? Full price. How much is that? 60 or 70. Yeah, I'm not spending that much. <laughs> I honestly don't remember. Yeah, I just I, I just said shut up and take my money. <laughs> there is only one game I would feel pay that much or more for. Yeah. I, I just finished Act 1. I'm, I'm level... My party's level 7. My main party's level 7. I just finished Act 1. What game would that be, Brian, that you would pay that much money for? Oh, we're jumping all over the place. Um, Half-Life 3. Mm. 
What? It was pretty good. The game that's never coming out, Half-Life 3. Oh, Half-Life. I'm sorry. I missed the first part of what you said. You know, the guy he cosplays every day, Gordon Freeman. Anyways, uh, so yeah, that's pretty much what's nerdy with me. I had I had to do dental work last week, which was so much fun. Excuse me. And then, yeah, I've been playing Baldur's Gate. I, I, I did WoW for my uh, raid nights, but other than that, I've been pretty much just playing Baldur's Gate. <laughs> well, my goal is to get to level 100 in this season of Diablo and unlock everything, and then I'm going to pick up Baldur's Gate. So I'm almost there. I'll get there. All right, Brian, since we're going in all sorts of weird order, what's nerdy with you? Um, I, I, fuck was that? What was what? I'm, I was doing my Gordon Freeman impression. I was sitting here stoically. What are you referring to? I believe David's referring to something that happened on video. Sorry, audio listeners, but let me get into my nerdy thing. Sure, Brian, what's nerdy with you? <laughs> um, so, um, a few things. Um, so I was talking about Minecraft a lot in the past. I actually took a long time off from Minecraft. We had the month of mother-in-laws. Um, my mom was here and then Heather's mom was here. And today we're having a dog in law over for the weekend or for the week, I think. So it's all in laws. I'll give that a, a minute to sick in. Okay. No, uh, I just, uh, hmm. all right. My brother in law's dog. It's a dog in law. I guess it's a, it okay. technically be a nephew, but it's a, oh, yeah. Okay. Sure. Oh, we can talk about humanizing dogs for a long time. I mean, we have full conversation with the dogs. And I wasn't the kind of person to humanize animals before I got married. And now that I'm married, it's like, I'll be having a full conversation with the dog in a room alone. Um, you used to have conversations with Jackie all the time. Well, that's if that was more like, who's a cute Jackie? You're going to get the ball. Oh, get the ball. I didn't have like, I didn't, she didn't respond. He didn't share snifters of brandy, talking deep philosophical things, <laughs> sitting in wingback chairs in front of roaring fireplaces, wearing smoking jackets. Yeah. Or play poker. Yes. Oh, man. There are going to be listeners that are so lost at those references. Um, so um, I did, when I got back into gaming, I wanted to play some different games. It had been a while, so I played some Pathfinder Wrath of the Righteous. Um, I made two new characters and just kind of played them both through the intros and decided which one I liked better. Um, I made a cleric and an alchemist. I've been focusing more on the alchemist. The alchemist has been fun, but dying a lot. And I play in story mode, so... Maybe that is, I'm playing the vivisectionist alchemist, which Pathfinder first edition rules was like, you gave up bombs. So it's a rogue that's not as good as a rogue that has infusions can make potion things. That doesn't sound like a very optimized spec. I decided to try it because in Pathfinder society, they banned the vivisectionist. Right, right. But you're also dying a lot. That says something about how non-optimized the class is. <laughs> dying a lot in story mode in yeah. the easiest difficulty. Yeah. So that usually I, means there's something wrong with the class. <laughs> I imagine that it becomes overpowered as you like multi-class with rogue levels and stuff like that. Or maybe if rogue you multi-class. Do that, with, yeah. yeah. But the problem with Alchemist is the main reason you play an Alchemist is because of the bombs. Yeah. If you're playing an archetype that gives them up, it doesn't sound like it's a very good archetype. <laughs> yeah. I should probably look back into the old form history and see why they were banned and then take full advantage of that exploit but there's a retraining there's a retrainer in um pathfinder wrath of righteous so you can change that that's one of the reasons why i'm not afraid to try something like playing a vivisectionist because i could go to the retrainer and switch them to a bomber it's Which it's you not probably hard. should do yeah um i also um i played a little bit of peglin it's a roguelike peglin peglin oh. it's a roguelike um deck builder game but it's peggle so you shoot a little ball and it bounces on pegs like pachinko hmm. and the more pegs you hit you do more damage to the bad guys neat and then you could mentioned this before. Somebody has mentioned this before. I may have told you about it off stream or off recording. Mm-hmm. Um, it, I just had weird deja vu. Because I know I haven't brought it up. You know, it sounds like something Matt plays. Mm, maybe. Because it's that whole like slay the spire permit, uh, slay the spire um, hearthstone. You know, those games mm-hmm. are the popular streamers play them. But um, it, I played a little bit of it. It's pretty fun. Probably. Don't, I didn't want to invest the money to get more than just the demo, but I've watched some streamers play it. It's it's pretty fun. 
Um, I like the concept of a deck builder with a lot of RNG. Um, I also like that. I like I like anything that's a deck builder. I like you trade out your bad cards so you only have good cards in your deck, or you try playing with a whole bunch of cards in your deck and see how that goes. Um, and then the last thing that I mentioned before we started recording um, that I wasn't going to share because it was nerdy. Um, so Heather introduced me to this YouTube channel where they play a drinking game where they take turns telling dad jokes to each other and try not to laugh and if you I'm laugh you have to take a shot it's called I've seen, I've seen those yeah it's called yeah mad yep yeah mad i love this it's quite good the people on it are really really funny and they've gotten really good at making each other laugh in between the jokes mm -hmm. <laughs> it there are some really good ones i uh my favorite kind of reminds me of drunk history yeah mm -hmm. my favorite joke on it so far has been that joke went so long it turned from a dad joke into a granddad well, that's pretty good it's pretty good <laughs> it's pretty i actually good. heard the best dad joke i've heard in a very long time not too long ago Oh, what is it? Oh, uh, why can't dinosaurs talk? Why? They're dead. <laughs> <laughs> that um the the one that I got was um I I will remind everybody that there is adult content on this show before I say this joke. It is very bad. Skip a few seconds ahead if you don't want to hear it. Oh, I'm this gonna is gonna be good anyway. <laughs> it's gonna be good. I'm embarrassed to tell it, but it is very funny. I mean say it for the most of what do you call an IT teacher who touches his students? Oh, this is going to be good. I, I don't know what. A PDF file. Oh. 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 Wow. That's, that's bad. Oh, wow. Okay. Okay. That's a groaner. Yeah. Oof. Oh. So time to we're, vote. Uh, Erica, gonna, you got uh, four widgets. Moment to silence for that. <laughs> <laughs> so Erica, it's time to vote. You get four widgets. Uh, who do you give them to and why? Hmm. David, I'm going to give you three widgets because I really want to play Baldur's Gate. Thank you. And Brian, you get one widget because I love you. Oh, all right. My turn. Uh, Erica, you're going to get three widgets from me because you love Diablo 4 and I'll play it eventually. And Brian, you get one widget because the fuck, dude. <laughs> just 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 why <laughs> and um i'm gonna i'm gonna give um yeah i get four yes yeah david you get two erica you get two so you guys tied yay video games high five so the, uh the the widgets are still honoring the uh writer strike so they're not going to uh cross picket lines so they're gonna hang out here oh yeah the writer strike is a good thing to mention so um I've been looking into it and um, content creators who talk about um, entertainment are allowed to do that. It the the SAG AFTRA and the Writers Guild they've they've given their blessings. So yeah. Yeah. We we can we can do reviews. Just so you know, we're not promoting anything, obviously. But yeah, so but we support you know the writers what we strike are 100%. promoting. Brian, you know what we are promoting? The writers and the actors strike. Absolutely. Yeah. We are promoting that. Yeah. Yeah. Even I, I've been on TV for a while. I strongly believe in union. And I've been following it. Um, if you're interested in it, I highly recommend it following someone like Adam Conover, who's giving really good coverage mm -hmm. um there's um also if you want to interested in like what content creators are doing for their support you could look into new rock stars new rock stars is doing all sorts of things to support but mostly because a lot of the people who work for them are members of those guilds so and a lot of the independent studios are signing agreement waivers with the union to honor their wishes so they can continue production. So a lot of independent studios and small, smaller stuff are still coming out and being made. It's the big studios that are refusing to open up their pockets. So, um, before... It's almost like, David, the more money you have, the less you're willing to spend. Right? <laughs> Chris and I went out to a really fancy new restaurant for his birthday, and the parking was full where the restaurant was. But next to it, there was paid parking, and it was $5. You take a picture with your phone, 
you Venmo the $5, you put in the spot in your license plate. Easy peasy, lemon squeezy. Right. When we left, the amount of Mercedes-Benz and Porsches that decided to park on the garage instead of going to the lot next door was astounding. And I told Chris, I was like, if you are driving a Mercedes or a Porsche, you can pay $5 to park your fucking car no you like, can't you gotta pay three, no you can't you gotta pay 150 for a wiper blade i don't know a <laughs> lot of those people who have those cars aren't wealthy they're leasing or they're up to their eyeballs in debt i mean, I mean it's not to have better finances like the, it, it to me it just seems like the more money you have the cheaper you are like i don't know Maybe and I'm I imagine free. I imagine people with a lot more money with that with a crap ton of money would be driving something a lot nicer than a Mercedes. No, see, people with a lot of money don't drive themselves anywhere. Exactly. <laughs> you buy a new car because you go sit in the back. <laughs> Speaking of public transportation, I don't know how that relates, but it, it doesn't. But you do um, you. I wanted to ask you, David, do you know anything about this public rideshare service in L.A.? No. It's, they're, oh, God, what was it called? Um, They're doing a... I, I own a car. I don't have to use public no, transportation. No, I just, I thought it was really cool news, and I thought because you're near there, it might be something that oh. you would... Public ride share L.A. Um. It's called Metro Micro, and mm -hmm. you use an app, and you tell them where you are and where you're going, and it's like a bus that goes around and picks people up at stops. It's basically Google Rideshare, but it costs a dollar. I have a feeling that that is not going to be profitable once it to stop, it's start, not turns from a startup be, to something else. And... It's not meant to be profitable. It's run by the city. It's actual Metro. Mm -hmm. It's it's like okay. a bus service. There, It's an experimental thing right now. Okay. Basically, it's meant to boost the economy and get more people working who right. can't get cars. And, you know, Fair enough. It's, no, it's no, all I get about it. public I, transport. I, I get it. I understand yeah. that. I know it's important. It's not something I'd ever use because I own a car. Yeah. It's a, <laughs> what do they call that? They call that an infrastructure service rather yeah. than some, yeah. It, Absolutely. It's supposed to make and the economy. That's better. great. It's awesome. It sounds really, really cool. It's not something I'd ever use. Yeah. I wish we had more public transportation that was clean and efficient the way that Europe does. I really, really do. Yeah. Like, because our public transportation is like we are behind in a lot of ways and dirty, and it just would be so cool if we had that type of infrastructure. I got really hopeful for the hypertube, but at the time, I didn't know it was an Elon Musk idea that wasn't going to go anywhere. <laughs> right. So yeah, well. We just talked about a whole bunch of ways pop culture affects society, just mentioning stuff. I mean, hell, I mean, the writer's strike is going to cripple Hollywood, and it really shows you how important that stuff is, um, being media and pop culture. So, um, Erica, since you are first, because of your... First. Because the person who hasn't been here the longest goes first that's how i make the round robin it's an easy way to do it and that's how we do it so i'm gonna ask you first uh, let's let ask the easy question how do you define pop culture like what is it before we talk about how it affects society it's called popular culture i think that defines it I, it's whatever I, is popular let's break it down yeah but like, like whatever whatever is mainstream is pop culture that's why you have pop music it's what's mainstream <laughs> sorry that that was really funny <laughs> what's the whatever though like a lot of things are popular that i wouldn't think are pop culture but like hmm. media movies what media movies football in america american football not actual football um pop culture itself is also a subjective thing because it's based on the person who's viewing it whether or not it's their pop culture because i don't follow football i don't give two shits who wins whatever game's playing <laughs> yeah I <know>. <laughs> yeah i think the pop part of it is is subjective i think the it it's sort of like the trends of what's popular looking at culture as a whole but it's sort of like how do you track metrics like that especially when you're talking about things like fashion and um do you know what i discovered brian and i think this is something that is very relevant sure did you know that tosh.0 is still on tv and has been for 12 years i didn't know that i stopped watching it after like the third or fourth season mm. 
But my, at a my, time, that was hugely popular. And then I was surprised to find out it was still even continuing. My I didn't know dad that. loves watching Tosh and TMZ. I don't know I, why, but he loves I them. didn't know that. I, 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 I think I know why I didn't know that. I don't have TV. I don't have like regular broadcast TV. I don't either. Everything is streaming. That's probably why I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't either, but I found it on Paramount Plus today. I was like, it's on Paramount Plus. I, oh, I, wow. You know, I saw, you know, I think I saw it on there and just assumed it was all reruns. That's cool. Oh, I've been using my Paramount Plus to watch uh, The Good Wife. So I'm like, I'm almost done with season five. <laughs> Mayor Kingstown is where it's at. No, I'll check that one out next. That's a hell of a good show. That's I haven't a rock. seen either of those. I don't know if you've um, ever saw it before. It was it was a short one, but it ran for a while. It was a comedy show called Mr. Mayor, and it was uh, a, no, a, a play on the L.A. Mayor show. It was a really fun. Well, if show. we're doing if we're doing tangents on what we're watching, um, Dragon Prince has a new season on Netflix. Holy crap, it's great! Mm-hmm. It if you don't know what it is, it's an animated series made by the same people who made Avatar: The Last Airbender, and it's really freaking good. Um, I heard it was good. I have not watched it yet. Yeah, it's really freaking good. Um, and um, you will totally, you will totally, your favorite character will become the Deaf Holy Knight, who's like a shield guard and is a total badass. Okay. Yeah. Sounds, it sounds like my paladin in really Baldur's Gate. freaking cool. Um, I started out with Cleric, and Cleric was cool, but I wanted the heavier armor easier. And I was like, yeah, I'm just going to go straight paladin. So I ended up going paladin for my, my first character. So My it's a, point it's in bringing up was that for a time, there was nowhere you could turn on the internet where you weren't seeing clips of his show, right? Yeah. And he was pulling stuff from the internet. And it was, you know, people sending in clips and everything like that. And, you know, he would do his jokes about it. And it's no longer, like, I don't hear anybody talk about it anymore, right? So if it's not being talked about to me, then it was popular and now it's not popular. Well, it's also, it's been on for so long. The new generation is what's into it and no one else is paying attention to it anymore. I mean, I'm sure if you went to high school, kids are talking about that shit, but I haven't been to a high school in 20 years. (laughs) It makes me wonder if I turned it on and watched it, would it even feel like the same show? No idea. Yeah. I don't know. I wonder what the kids in high school are talking about. Yeah. You'd have to ask teachers or something. Someone who's there. I have no idea. Let me ask the kid. Hold on. Oh, yeah. There you go. This is going to go well. (laughs) This is my my favorite thing that is happening this episode. (laughs) You're welcome. She went for a walk. She's not. Well, shit. All right. Bonus episode. Write it down. (laughs) Well, I mean, at least we know that at least we know that the rumors of her being locked in a closet are false. She's actually allowed to leave the house. Yeah, dude, uh, Geneva rules, they have to get at least an hour of outside exercise per day. Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. I mean, the ankle monitor will help you keep track of where they are. And the electrified fences. Yeah. I don't need an ankle monitor. She has a phone. And if you try to take that phone out of her hand, my God, will the and, world end. And the chip in her neck. And the, uh... <laughs> when, we were, when we were kids, it'd be like, somebody would have to low jack me. But like, not her. Like, it's just, I couldn't get it out of her hand if I tried. I'd try sometimes because mm-hmm. she's doing stuff she shouldn't be doing like yeah. not doing her chores and watching, you know, YouTube and I'm like give me the phone. It's just like, no. It's like a whole meltdown, trust me. I'm always curious about that too. That's actually a great thing because youth really fuels pop culture because I think the things that you liked when you were a teenager kind of stick with you. Because I think my musical tastes, while I have evolved into different things since then, I still listen to a lot of the same stuff I listened to back then. Mm -hmm. Um, But I wonder it all the time. I mean, especially in my 40s, it's like, I don't know. There's no way for me to know. You have a way to know, Erica. (laughs) But it's not, well, I I mean, she's going to firewall you. She's not going to tell you everything. (laughs) Or not. But Lee? Yeah. yeah. Uh, No, she tells me everything. She says I'm her best friend, unless she's lying to me. But I don't think she can really lie to me because I'm one of those parents that don't trust the internet, and therefore I have an app on her phone that literally scans everything she watches, everything she listens to, every message, every email, everything her phone does. It scans it for certain content and alerts me of said content. And she's aware that it's on there. I'm not being sneaky about it. It's because my job as her parent Mm -hmm. is to prepare her for the world 
at the appropriate time that she is able to handle, you know, the certain darker aspects of the world. And until I feel that she's there and I have prepared her for it, then my job is to protect her from it. And so I take my job as her parent very seriously. Where some parents just hand their kids tablets or whatever. And they're like, yeah, whatever, go for well, it. When, when I said that they don't tell you everything, I wasn't implying that they're being dishonest or being, you know, that you're not, that they're not honest with you. It's just like every kid has things they don't talk about with their parents. It's just inevitable. <laughs> That's probably true. Yeah. That's probably true. And, I... and you'll probably learn about them eventually, but there's usually just private things. Yeah. I like to think, and I could be wrong, but I like to think that she and I have a good enough relationship that if it's important, she'll come to me. So, because to me, that's really important. I couldn't say, I couldn't share a darn thing with my mom. Like she would, you know, I, she'd find a reason like to punish me, right? Or to get angry and scream and, you know, stuff like that. That is not how I handle things. I always tell her, you know, you're going to do stupid stuff because, you're a human and humans do stupid things. And especially when you're a teenager full of dumb hormones. So I'm here. If you decide like you're out with some friends and, you know, you drink or, you know, you do something and, you know, you're impaired and you're not feeling good or, you know, you need a ride home, just call me. You're not going to get in trouble. I'm not going to scream. I'm not going to yell at you. You know, you have to explore the world in your own way. I'm here to support you. I'm your biggest cheerleader. What's the dumbest thing you did as a teen? as a teenager that you're comfortable sharing on the podcast what what's the dumbest thing you've done as a teenager that you're comfortable sharing on the podcast just to tangent oh, and bring up an entertaining thing a good story I did so many stupid things as a teenager uh i snuck out one time to go to a party that i had no business going to because i was a freshman in high school and these were all college kids that i was going to this party because my friend was a senior and i drank so much we called it apple pie it was everclear and apple juice Jesus. and okay God. i drank so much of that i was sober i drank myself <laughs> sober it was weird like i was stupid drunk and then i was sober and a 15 year old i was 14 or 15 had no right to be drinking that much alcohol with that many college guys around i'll tell you that Mm. that's one that's one i've also broken into a lot of places oh wow show. okay um, i am i was a very tame child by comparison <laughs> uh I, I went to one party my entire high school career uh it was senior year. I got invited. I ended. I wasn't even invited. I ended up tagging along with another friend of mine who went. And uh, yeah, that was fun. We were leaving as the cops rolled up, so we got to walk away without issue. Sorry, go ahead. You brought oh, no. up cops. I'll tell you a funny story. Go ahead. Go for it. Go. Go ahead. Oh no, I was just gonna say when I was a teenager, I had sex with my boyfriend in the back of a cop car. Oh, I forgot about that story. I forgot about that one. I've heard that one before. Nice. I've done That's a lot great. of stupid things. Mm. Uh, the other one I can think of is the time I, uh, I I paid the iron price for a stupid mistake. Uh, my grandfather and I were working in his carpentry shop in the garage and he left for a minute and i decided being like 14 at the time that i could work the bandsaw on my own i knew how to do it and i was going just fine until i hit a knot and the wood went one way and my finger went right into the blade and uh yeah yeah i paid the price for that one but that was another one of the dumbest things i did i i could only think of one it's a big one but okay i'm gonna do it um so i was in ag in high school for my freshman and sophomore year and um, i had i don't know what that is so. i was in agriculture in ffa oh okay yeah, I was in ag in high school for my first two years. And um, in my freshman year, I was a late transfer into the school and was not like I, I, I didn't really know what I was doing yet because I had been at another school for a couple months and then came into the school a little late. So I was going to ag. And then one day I'm in class and I hear over the PA agriculture um bus report to this room and i went what was that they said something about ag and the teacher goes 
yeah, you're supposed to report over to this area. And I went, oh, okay. And I went over to the parking lot next to the farm and I didn't have any clue what was going on. I just figured it had something to do with the ag class. Like it was, they were calling us because a farmer came to do some kind of presentation because they'd done that before. So I go there, we're waiting around. All of a sudden I'm told to get on a bus and I'm like, okay. And then I'm sitting there and I'm starting to get scared when they're talking about like permission slips and stuff. Oh shit. And nobody called me up and all of a sudden the bus is leaving. So we end up going to Loma Linda and it's a horse judging event that I'm not signed up for, and I get online. I'm like freaking out because I don't know what's going on. I hadn't studied any of this. I just happened to be here. And <laughs> the um, somehow the instructor didn't notice. And so I go through the horse judging event and I'm really scared. So I'm paying attention to everything everyone else says. And I'm just listening as hard as I can, listening to everybody talk about the horses. And I got called up to do my judging and I said a bunch of random words that sounded like they were <laughs> and pointed at the horse and made commentary. And I repeated that over and over again for a good chunk of the day. So you rolled a, you, you nat 20'd your bluff check and uh, I were able placed to get away with and it. got a trophy. <laughs> Way more wholesome than my story. I know. Oh, oh, Brian Luck. So I then had to go to the instructor at some point and go, it's getting really late and I should probably call your mom. And he like has like a thing in his head and he's like, you're not supposed to be here, are you? And I'm like, they told me to go to the bus. <laughs> and he's like, oh, well, let's call your mom. So I called mom and she's like, "Why? where are you? I'm like, well, Melinda at a horse judging event. Okay. Can I talk to the instructor? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> he got on the bus. He didn't know what he was doing. Sorry this happened. And she's like, I don't care. It's fine. He seems safe. And then I went home. Yeah, I, I placed and got a trophy. I came in like 14th out of like 300 people from different schools. It was pretty crazy. Um, Fucking Brian Luck, man. And I, I mean, bullshit luck. That's what I'm saying. Brian Luck. I, I remember walking up to the horse and going, well, the posture is great, but I'm noticing ha some ham hocking in the tail. And there, and I was just saying all these words that I'd heard throughout the morning from kids talking about their prep and kids looking at the horses and <laughs> fake it till you make it, baby. Woo! <laughs> yeah, uh, I'll, I'll never forget that. Hey, look, I brought a teenager, and she's going to tell us what. Yeah, popular. we're we're talking oh, about yay. pop culture and society, and we have a teenager well, to tell you us. Assume I know. Well, you know what the kids are. You know what's about. popular with you. Yeah, yeah, you're a youth. Friends. What's popular with yeah, you? Yeah, but yeah, but we're the weird kids, Mom. That's okay. We were the weird kids too. Yeah. <laughs> you, you you know who you're speaking to, yes? Yeah. Yeah, the name of the podcast is a conformist New World Order podcast. <laughs> it's Nerd Podcast Radio. We're not the other NPR. <laughs> no, we uh we don't consider anything at all. Yeah. Well, I know in my friend group. Everybody's afraid it's really popular right now. Still? Yeah. Or again? Movie. Oh, good. yeah, the movie's coming out. Oh, that's right. Plus, I have something hilarious I have to tell you guys. Okay. So I'm trying to go to bed the other night. I'm very tired. And this one right here goes, Mom, I have something very important to tell you. It's really exciting. And I said, what? And she goes, the new Five Nights at Freddy's game is metal. It's lit. And I <laughs> looked at her and I said, yeah. I was like, that was the most Gen Z thing I have ever that heard. Come out of uh, she's she's learning to use the modern vernacular. <laughs> I don't think it's anything to be embarrassed about. It's not, but I'm just laughing because it's funny. You said it was metal and Blatant it was lies. and it was lit. That is verbatim what you said to me. Blatant lies. Eh. I've heard you use I mean, those words before, Lee. Yeah. So I mean, I, it's I it's it. it, it, it's fire, right? I, and I, I just don't looked know at any her. Of the other words to even fake it. I just looked at her and go, I don't know what to do with that information. <laughs> Good night. <laughs> <laughs> it would only be. It would only fit that criteria if I 
favorite characters present. And I'm very upset about that. What's All the right. most more what, popular? What's the most popular form of media? Pokemon. Oh, like what what are people watching on? Like is it Netflix or TV or what? What are what is the most popular thing? Well, huh? what's the big what's most of my generation, TikTok. TikTok, popular. yeah. TikTok. I don't get that. I, I don't understand TikTok whatsoever. See, we had Twitter. They have TikTok. Yeah, well, Brian and I didn't have Twitter. That's what we didn't even now. have phones. We yeah, I know, AOL I know. We yeah, we had we had we had AOL Instant Messenger. I remember I, I I remember back when you could when you could uh, use your phone and it would send your AIM messages you'd get as text messages to your phone. And you could reply, and it would send them back as instant messages. Oh, I remember sending people text messages on their phone with AIM. Oh yeah. What um do do kids watch YouTube? YouTube, yeah. yeah. You What's the most many... popular YouTuber? Ooh, good question. Well, within my friend group, uh, I don't know. My friend group's very small. It's not. It's not a large enough data pool. Who's your favorite? Either Ventex or Matt. Well, I understand Ventex because they're you guys know them. Um, those those are two then, names. Yeah. Uh, those are two names I've heard of. No I'm kidding. I know who Ventex is. We've met them. <laughs> yeah. Um, Hang on, my, my phone's still playing music. <laughs> okay, so you can't ask a random teen what's popular. You have to survey a whole bunch of them. <laughs> yeah, I mean, otherwise you're getting like such a small pool of information. That's not how science works at all. Well, this isn't science. This is our podcast. <laughs> That's how smart my kid is. I'm I'm okay he, with sample- a Small sample size. Any sort of, any sort of. He's calling bullshit on our scientific method. I love it. What was like? What was the last YouTube YouTube channel you had a friend go? You should watch this, and you'd never heard of it. Good. On MK or One Topic at a Time, we watched that. Oh, One Topic at a Time is good. Oh, yeah. OT is great. I was just recently introduced to Anthony Padilla's I Spent a Day With, and those are good. We're doing mumble mumble space space. Oh, no, I'm looking for an for an ice pack. Oh, okay. It's hot outside and she went for a walk. So she came home to get an ice pack to cool off. Yeah. So anyways. So Lee, we're talking about we're talking about how attorney right now. She is an ace attorney. Ace attorney. Really? Great video games. Objection. I have heard it, but I've never played it. It's good. I'm playing through the trilogy. Cool. When I was in college back in 2005, there was an internet an internet page that you could enter anything you wanted in a text box, and it would do an objection uh, oh, gif. And the, yeah, exactly. And then it would it would display the text whatever you wrote in there as the objection text. It was great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was around in 2005. I am really glad that good memes don't die. <laughs> they really don't yeah we were an anime club playing with that it was great one of my friends is really into um that one of these like i think it's called like the great ace attorney or ace attorney or something like that there's one of my friends there's four or five games in the series so you know, I don't know anyone who's into um, any of the Apollo Justice titles. I, because of the blur, I have no idea how your guys' video, how your guys' setup works. It looks like Lee is a ventriloquist dummy. My room is very messy behind oh, it's me. Fun. <laughs> the way she was the way she was sitting. So for for listeners of audio, we're we're looking oh. at Lee kind of sitting on a table back to Erica, and it it's like uh what is it Jeff Dunham with the with the terrorist puppet. You don't know that. It's fine. Yeah, that's, that's above your pay grade. <laughs> So, so Lee, our topic today is how pop culture affects society, both for good and bad. Do you have anything to chime in on that topic? TikTok is cringe. Huh? She said TikTok is cringe. TikTok is cringe? I I agree. But... I think short form media is based on algorithms. And depending on what kind of content you're looking at, it can be. I'm not on TikTok, so... Yeah, yeah, you also don't watch it. Have you watched any YouTube shorts? Yeah, 
Union Torch. Um, Occas- occasionally, know. but it's the same thing yeah. because a lot of content creators just copy their TikTok videos over to YouTube Shorts. Yeah, because that's what makes them money. Yeah. Yeah, the revenue is not great right now. Eventually, someone will decide six seconds is too fast, and they'll make three-second videos on a different website, and it'll be even that funnier. Reminds me, that reminds me of a scene from Animaniacs. Hmm. Um, from the reboot. Oh, I haven't seen like, much of the reboot. I watched a little bit of it. So, like, they were doing, like, this presentation of, like, an app or something. Mm. <laughs> it was like, maybe you can press it down into one second. You like that? Most of them rads. Erica is thinking right now, I didn't have to give up my Sunday afternoon. I could have just told Lee she was being on the podcast, and <laughs> I, I, I didn't have to be here today. No, that's not what I was thinking. Actually. <laughs> it's what you're thinking now. No, <laughs> no I went, well, what I was actually thinking was I I think I'm more interested in her opinion on popular, on how nerd culture has become popular and whether or not she thinks it's a good thing or a bad thing. Yeah, is because um, Lee, you never got to experience like nerd culture being looked down on as much, being villainized because yeah. of it, being uh, ostracized because of it. Oh, um, Kirby's really popular again. What's Neat? Kirby? Are you being I'm serious? Or no, you I have no idea. It's a it's, it's like a, a Nintendo t- character. Yes, it's the little pink ball that acts as a vacuum and sucks in other enemies and then gains their powers. I must have dodged it somehow because I never actually played it. Oh, he's also a very massively popular Smash Brothers character because yeah. he's one of the Nintendo, Smash Brothers. Is. He's one of the Nintendo oh. icons. It's, I'm actually a Meta Knight main in Smash. Nice. I don't play it, but I know people that do, and I know it's popular. So, so um, Lee, what do you think of um, the whole? nerd culture nerds nerd culture being mainstream versus being ostracized or is that even true are nerds popular now or is oh no no we're, we're not we are not popular it is being an outcast just a different thing now and and yeah being an outcast is like kids don't actively bully you for it but like... no, okay i was gonna say you don't get picked on because of it you, you don't get you know you can you can tell they're judging you yeah they do that anyways high school sucks but uh Oh, for sure. I keep telling her not only does high school suck, but it's not important other than your classes. Like you're once you're out of high school, you'll never talk to those people again and none of their opinions will ever matter. Unless you want to. I mean Yeah, you unless know. you want to and you have yeah. friends and stuff. But yeah. I also stopped caring what they thought a long time ago. Good. I no longer exist. Yeah, I think I, I think I told you the story when you were visiting about how when you leave high school, you will have a moment that you're like, Holy crap, it's so much better. <laughs> Especially if you go to college, it's like, wow, people are nice and supportive and they're not crazy. And then you get a job at a corporation and you find out it's just like high school, <laughs> depending so on bad. if you go to a toxic corporation. Oh my God, work is so bad. It's, oh, it's so high school, I swear to Christ. Sorry, so- I, I I got promoted, so I'm our shift lead now at work. So I have, have to, I hear everybody's complaints about everybody else now. <laughs> Yeah, and it's nonstop. And it was a hell of a promotion. Uh, David just was telling me that they that he can't wait to get a Mercedes and park it on on the lawn at work. (laughs) I've always been more of an Audi man, but yeah, (laughs) painting your nails was popular with my generation. Did you say painting or cleaning? Painting. Because I was I was about to say, God, I hope so. For, well, for both boys and girls, there's like no judgment. Both both paint their nails now. Nobody's going to yeah. beat up a boy because his nails are painted. I heard that the best way for an adult male to get compliments nowadays is to paint their nails because you will just get praised all day. Yeah, not where Correct. I work. <laughs> not where I work. <laughs> yeah, Chris only lets Rowan paint his toenails because the guys that he works with are like hyper-masculine Mm-hmm. And he doesn't want to have to deal with it. Yeah, that. I guess it highly depends on where you live, really. I forgot about that. I I I I forget that I live in this strange place, but it but that I if I did something like that, I would get praised for it. I was literally thinking about how we have a dress code at work that I have to wear pants unless I'm doing physical work and like I can choose to wear shorts and just be cool about it and i was like i was thinking about it i was like if i wore a skirt to work i would never have to worry about overheating it's called a kilt yeah but 
usually they make the kilts out of those like cargo shorts material and i want to wear something a little bit more breathy <laughs> something breezy because one of my one of the most comfortable things i wear are gym shorts and i would love to wear like a breathy a breathy skirt i mean i i would do it get yourself a pleated schoolgirl and uh, call it a day yeah I well, I mean, I it would have similar. to be work appropriate, but yeah, I, yeah. Actually, I have um sports similar to that now. I'm gonna wear or, them on the first uh, day or, or like an Indian sarong or something. No, I um I'm sure that there is a kilt designed for because I I bet you there's like a gym shorts kilt. Yeah, there are. Yeah, so they make them so they're sewn in. Yeah, I I would like to get like a util kilt too because they look very comfortable. Those are made. And I like yeah. cargo shorts. Yeah. Hey, Rowan, tell us what's popular with you and your friends. Who wants to be included now? Okay. Okay. This is this is changing the topic a bit, but I don't care. <laughs> You have to tell them what's popular with you and your friends. I, 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 I know something. Rowan, wait, hold on. I, I know how to make Rowan happy. Love you, love you first. Love you first, Uncle Brian. <laughs> oh, you got me. Love you second. This is a little mean, by the way. He got you. You got to say it back. <laughs> oh, Rowan's broken. on camera. We're not going to force her. She can just sit there and blush. Her, and Rowan's broken. She needs to get reset. We're happy. Turn it off and back on again. She, Rowan literally can't vocalize right now, and I'm okay with that. That's I love good. you, Rowan. <laughs> Do you hear? No. She said, love you second, baby. <laughs> <laughs> What's popular, Rowan? What do, you, what do you and your friends like? Yeah, you love me second. I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> All right. If you're not going to take it seriously, you got to go. What are your friends like? What do you and your friends like to watch? Oh, uh, my friend and I have come over for play dates with Emma. Okay. Okay. <laughs> but they're not asking about play dates. What do you, when you're at camp and you're and at school, who do you talk, what do you, and your friends talk about. I forgot. <laughs> this is why we don't know. What most being around? Nope, what do you like to watch on TV? What do you like to watch on TV? Well, I don't like TV. Data pool is too small. Right? <laughs> Data pool is too small. Yeah, much like the scientific community, we we, Lee, did we don't, you we don't just, know. Lee, did you just make a short joke? Oh. oh. <laughs> My favorite show. What? Butter I didn't Butterbeans Cafe. Butterbeans Cafe. Like writing it down. It's like the fairy show. That's like in a bakery, and like it stages like a cooking show. Okay. It's got little reality breaks where the little animated fairies like stop and sit and talk to them, talk to the camera about how they feel. Oh wow! It's um, cute. I got one more. I got one more Rowan question before before I'm you're free from being questioned, Rowan. How was hold on, Rowan? How was the Barbie movie? Uh, I haven't seen it yet. No spoilers. Well, I don't think she's gonna spoil it. She's crying. Two, two thumbs up. Was it the best ever? You loved it. Yay! For so, the for those who are only listening, she put two thumbs up to the camera. So, Louie, what's popular with you? Being a cat. Yeah. <laughs> no. Well, they, they, you know, they attend their they attend their radicalized meetings about about um. Uh, I can see the look in his eyes. He's like, "What's happening?" <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing to me? Well, what I really like to enjoy is the souls of the youth going into my mouth while they sleep. <laughs> oh, boy. So, to get back on topic for our last 10 minutes of the episode. <laughs> um, so, back on topic. Kia, one of our patrons, asked us, how are some of the ways that pop culture has affected society negatively? I've been thinking about this a lot. And I just want to share, I think, just to get it out of the way, misinformation disguised as pop culture through easily digestible media distributed by social media probably is my vote on negative Fair. effect. 100%. My vote is on consumerism. Yeah. Yeah, one hundred percent. I mean, how we uh, most of the pop culture that the three of us grew up with was toy commercials. They were shows that were just toy commercials, literally. Yeah, yeah. And that hasn't changed. The entire MCU is toy commercials. Yep. I think it's worse now with fast fashion being as popular as it is, and you could just throw any popular cartoon character or stop it, Rowan. Um, you can throw anything on, you know, a shirt. 
that you know fast fashion stuff yeah and and sell it and we just have so much happening to the environment because of fast fashion and people are going to eat it up because you know they love all sorts of things yes brian exactly like that mm-hmm. it's great though i showed off my <laughs> cookies and monster shirt Again, I've got my, yeah. I, I wore my castles and Koopas yesterday. <laughs> I mean, we all, because they know we're going to buy it, you know, it's, it's how many labyrinth shirts. I love labyrinth, but how many labyrinth shirts can you have? How many nightmare before Christmas? How many, you know what I mean? Like there has to be an end to it. I have at some point. Two labyrinths. Well, I mean, think of like, um, how much damage to the economy, something like the unfair treatment of writers is caused because of them into a strike and now i mean um the writer's strike back in 2008 wasn't the cause of the recession but it was one of the things that contributed to it happening yes i, I think the biggest thing was the real estate short but yeah that was the, the big the big the, issue but... the writer's strike was very connected to that um and there how many industries are joining in on this strike now that is a huge effect but that's not well there are not, that's not pop culture affecting society negatively. It's corporate greed affecting society negatively. Yeah. And, and a could, lot of that is sold sp- by monopolies. We can spout on about this at length, but this isn't the place for it. So Yeah. Oh, okay. I, I I'm I'm okay to talk about it a bit, but I mean, I love how I'm the one who got called on it when I'm usually the one who's like no political topics. But no, yeah. I, I agree with you. I just this isn't the place for it. Okay. This is if we were gonna rant about it, we should, you know, paywall or on Discord or something. Okay. Okay. Good. Good. My, I'm, my, I'm I'm okay with that. I, I'll respect you on that. Consumerism is that that is one of the negative asks, right? Because people see it's kind of like before the MCU, nobody really wanted to make superhero movies because there really wasn't an audience yeah they they had never performed well before the mcu really that was honestly the mcu was a gamble yeah it was and now all of a sudden and that's the thing and and i get it because you know those of us that grew up with it you know superheroes and stuff love it because it's bringing us back to our you know being a kid right um and we have money now because we're adults when we're kids we don't have the money but disposable income (laughs) <laughs> yes, but now it's gotten to the point where it's 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 everywhere. Everything this is so funny, but but everything is everywhere, and not in a way that it used to be. Like there are there are characters from different animes, and you know all of these. Like you can Lee can get a FNAF T-shirt. I have several. Okay, at Hot Topic. Yeah, you know what I mean. When we were kids, would I be able to find like something like that I there? Not really thing yet. No. Probably not. Oh, so so you it's can, one of those things. You can get merch for basically any video game, including the indie ones nowadays. And it's like when we were kids, it was like maybe the Nintendo games might have a t-shirt. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Exactly. And it was only the really popular ones. Yeah. And oftentimes they were stuff you got by going to conventions and things. They weren't available normally. Yeah. So, you know, with fast fa- fast fashion and and all of that i mean i think it just creates a a black hole for our environment unfortunately so to me that's a very negative aspect of it what about you david where do you learn land on your negativity with pop with pop culture i i personally i have fallen out with the current pop culture just i'm it, a lot of comedy went a direction that I'm not a fan of. I like uh, stu- the the stupidity humor, and there was a big resurgence of like I, I'm just gonna say it. I am not a Will Ferrell fan, and there was a big resurgence of his type of funny in a, in all of Hollywood and TV shows, and even you know. Uh, 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 even a couple of books I read suddenly became slapsticky and just stupid. And I'm not a fan of that kind of comedy, so I fell out with it. And I just, you know, it's one of those once you find your comfort place, I you stay in it. I'm a creature. I'm a creature of habit. So again, I'm not typical though. So <laughs> I think that comedy should at least have some intelligence in it. Absolutely, cerebral humor. I have to say the um, the trend in going towards unscripted media went got to me for a while. 
really focusing on improv mm. because it, it can be done good. And there's some movies that did it that were brilliant. But because those movies were very successful, a lot of the studios were like, let them improv everything. And that's how we got that horrible Ghostbusters movie. Oh, God. Yeah. Which one? The the the, um, the Melissa McCarthy. The, oh, I didn't yeah. see it. The really oh. bad one. I was so open-minded and so excited to see it. I do say that there was one scene in the movie that I really, really, really enjoyed, but that's it. I was miserable and unhappy through the whole movie because the comedy was bad. But it, did you stay for the whole movie? Yeah, I did. I watched the whole thing. That's because you're a creature of habit and you stay for terrible movies. <laughs> oh, here it comes. On our <laughs> bonus episode. <laughs> oh, no, you got to go. So you, I'll tell the story on the bonus episode, but Erica has to leave before the bonus episode starts. I'm going to wrap things <laughs> up because Erica's going to get going. And yep. Well, David and I will continue the conversation a bit on the bonus episode. We'll talk about behind the scenes. Yeah, um, and we'll rant and rave about Hollywood and how stupid so, things are. So. Oh, this was good. I know we we totally hijacked this episode with the kids, but you know, if you haven't listened to the show for a while, we do that sometimes. I hope we don't do it too much for you, but we do that sometimes because um, Lee and now Rowan are now official guest hosts. So it's what? again. Um, well, well, Lee, you've been a guest host for a long time since when? Since I mean, the episode yeah. you hosted. Yeah. Well, oh, yeah. that what Lee hosted. <laughs> oh yeah. Lee hosted an episode. I don't remember that ever happening. I, I I remember we missed an episode once, and then an episode came online, and when I listened to it, all I heard was static, and my nose bled. But um, huh. I, you and I yeah. had very different experiences. Oh, interesting. Um, so <laughs> that's it for our show on pop culture and affecting society that went seriously off the rails, and I hope you love us for that. <laughs> this has been Super Vegan Brian. I'm joined by David the. I set the sleep timer too long. Bye, everybody. The third and Percy Smurferica. Bye. Rowan out of bed too early. And the amoeba. I think so. Bye. I'm thinking of let's transform this quote right now. Let's transform and roll out. No, it's, let's I transform and stay nerdy. It was, I have nothing but contempt for this court. Stay nerdy. Stay informed. And stay awesome. Stay, stay, awesome. stay awesome. Say goodbye, Rowan. Goodbye, <laughs> 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 <laughs